Welcome to Mannequin Medicaid with your host, Carissa. Buckle up while I take you on a ride, a journey, and possibly a therapy appointment. Don't say I didn't warn you. Ooh, I still sound like a pubescent little boy. I think last month I didn't read a book, so I'm I'm didn't do one last month, but I'll be doing one for the month of August. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, there's a little book club and we do updates and stuff on there. Um I need to put up my review of Verity by Colleen Hoover, but I'm going to be discussing the book Silent Patient um, by Alex. I forget his last name, but I mean, it's a very well-known book. And then Verity by Colleen Hoover. So if you haven't read these books, like I said before, and you still want to listen to the episode, I'll put timestamps down below so that you could, you know, just start the episode from that point on so I don't ruin these books for you if you haven't read them. But if you have read these books, please listen because I want to hear what you have to say. If you want to, you can DM me on Instagram and let me know what you think about the episode and what my thoughts were on these books. Uh, The first book I want to talk about is Silent Patient um, by Alex. Alex is a is a man. So I thought that was really interesting because he has so many um, female parts to this story that I found so interesting from his point of view. I think it's amazing when a guy writes and there's female aspects in a book and you're like, oh my god, how did they hit the nail on the head with like that femininity? And I don't know, I guess that goes to show like gender roles are so like outdated for the most part because if a man can write um, about women in the ways that he was. Like, I'm, I don't know. I'm just very fucking impressed. So definitely five stars for that book. I started my, you know, quote unquote book club with that book and I really fucking enjoyed it. Everybody else who read it, I think there was about eight people that told me they had read it right along with me. They all loved it. Um, with the exception of one of my friends, she was like, I liked it, but it, you know, like it's not like as good as like Colleen Hoover's books. And I, I, I think I liked it more than she did, but you know, to each their own. I think she still enjoyed it, but it wasn't as good as she, like, wanted it to be. I thought it had a really good buildup. It's definitely a good first book if you haven't read it in a long time. It's a super easy read. Um, I really found a lot of elements of the book to be um, very shocking, and you don't go too long in the book without uncovering some more ideas or evidence from what's going on, and I found that really awesome because I I hate when you read a book and you're like, oh, okay, this is fucking boring. But every time you read the book, it was just like every chapter, I felt like there was a detail that would add another layer to the story. And you would go like, I think it was closer to the end of the book where you were like, okay, I have, I have like a definite idea of what I think is happening. And then by the end, you were just like, what? the fuck. And it was like the last, I want to say 10 pages where like you're reading it and it's just like everything is unraveling and you're like, what in the actual fuck is going on? And but I love books like that. I love books like that. I felt like the ending was perfect. It left off on what I, in my opinion, I don't think it was a cliffhanger. I felt like it was a really good conclusion to the book. Like there was nothing else that you could get from that moment. And I want to say, like, 
it's one of those books like you couldn't write like a second part to it because it would just ruin the first one like I loved how it ended and I don't know I guess I'm not giving too much away so if you still want to read it and you're kind of listening it's I'm not really ruining the book for you but it is just a really it's a really good book and I think the majority of people have really found it interesting also like I don't know what it is, but I don't blame the actual quote-unquote silent patient in the book for doing what she did. I could relate to her on so many levels, like the way that she was acting, and I know that sounds insane because this woman is literally in like an insane asylum, but I don't know. There were so many elements to her that I was like, fuck me. Like, that's literally me. But yeah, I don't want to give too much away. And the other book that I have read recently was Verity by uh, Colleen Hoover. Oh my God. So my thing is, I think that this is another like five out of five, but I almost want to say this is a 4.8 for me only because the male main character in this story, I felt like he, I liked him. He's a very likable character very likable, but unrealistic. I just felt like the male components, it's it's very vastly different. Like Alex, who is a male who wrote The Silent Patient, I loved his perspective on female characters in the story. But Colleen Hoover, I feel like she, it's definitely more like romanticized. I feel like men are more, are written more with this hallmark, almost aura about them like even if they're an evil character too it just feels like it's very unrealistic and I I obviously the silent patient is is unrealistic as well and I love how I'm comparing the two but I guess that's it's good if you want to read one first before the other but I would probably read the silent patient first it's more of like a lead up and I feel like with Colleen Hoover it's like up and down and twist and turns and it's like it's one of those books that almost gives you I would say, like, a a little bit of anxiety. Like, Verity is just such an intense book. Like, I remember reading it with, I think I finished it in, like, four days total. There was, I read a lot of it on day one and then took a break for a while. And then I read the rest of it, and I think in, like, three days. But it was just another easy read, but I just was having high anxiety, like flipping the pages. It was like, sometimes I had to reread paragraphs because I was like, what the actual fuck am I reading? Um, Colleen Hoover is an amazing writer. When she writes, it just like flows. The way that her writing flows from one idea to another, like gives me goosebumps, gives me chills. Like her attention to detail and just the way that she writes characters, like I love the way that she writes. Definitely an inspiration. Fucking love her. But the female lead character, Verity, I will say about her is I just don't... (sighs) Do I want to believe that she's an evil person? That is like the million dollar question with this book. And I feel like people are on one side or the other. And What I'm going to say is I believe she's evil only because for the sake of morals, I want it to be true. Because I don't want to believe that her husband did something so terrible to her for absolutely no reason. I think that's just like the moral person in me that like I would rather believe 
that she's evil. I want her to be the monster, but something is telling me that she's not, and that's what's killing me, is because deep down I feel like she's not an actual monster, because think about it. Think about this for a second. Her husband invites that woman over. I'm, like, forgetting everybody's names, but her husband invites that, that woman over to take over the writing for Verity, and I feel like if it turned out he actually harmed her and she was, you know, in the wrong or she actually did those evil things, I feel like she didn't actually do those evil things and she just wrote about it and he did those terrible things to her. And I feel like that's why it was so easy for him to invite that woman into their home because it was almost like he needed validation for being a good person because he felt guilty for doing what he did to her. I don't know. I don't know. But I I really, truly, honestly don't think that she did those terrible things. I really don't. Like, deep down, it's, I'm really thinking that. Because when I first ended the book, I was like, oh my god, there's no way. Like, she, she definitely fucked those kids up. Like, she's an evil person. Like, I just wanted to believe it so badly. But when I, like, sat back and thought about the book and everything that happened in the book, I'm like, why, but why would he allow, like, why would he ever be, like, hooking up with other girls under the same roof with his wife? It's because in his brain, he thinks that his wife is a piece of shit and he's gonna, like, do what he's gotta do because, but he also feels guilty that she's injured now and whatever because he has morals. But that just makes me think that she didn't actually do it. Like, he just has this sense of guilt. He's hooking up with this woman. And I really do believe she was, like, gonna escape with that kid and just, like, run away. And it's it's so bizarre because I really, truly think that he's a monster. He was the real monster, the main character. And that girl who ended up with him, like... I feel like she's also a monster and Verity is the victim. It's fucked. Like, and it almost makes me sad. And I think that's why I gave it a 4.8 in my brain because the guy was just so unrealistic to me. It just didn't, it just didn't add up for me the way that like he was acting. And I felt like he was just so like romantic with this woman and his like disabled fucking wife is upstairs and doing crazy shit and he's like not believing this other girl that she's like I'm literally seeing her it just the whole thing was I don't know if it just felt far-fetched I feel like the silent patient felt more realistic for what it was more than Verity was, but I still love them just the same. But I think that's why I gave it lower stars because it just, I love a realistic feeling and moment. I just do. I, even though I watch television shows that are literally not realistic at all, like I'll watch Vampire Diaries and get sucked in, consumed, and I'm like, oh my God, are there vampires? What? Imagine if I was a vampire forever. Like, I'm, what if I was dating Damon? What if? Like, that's the shit I think of. And then I'm like, 
Carissa, what in the actual fuck? And then I realized you smoked way too much weed, way too much weed. And now you think you're, you live in fucking mystic Connecticut. Good for you. You're a fucking loser. Like, (laughs) but yeah, those are my critiques on those books and my review. But also let's talk about Vampire Diaries for a second. If you ever watched it, or if you haven't, whatever. But if you've ever watched Vampire Diaries, have you ever noticed, like, all they're trying to fight for their town and it's mystic and this is our land? And if you were a vampire and you could live forever, you think you would be in a little town in Connecticut? Are you fucking shitting me? I'd be in, like, Italy with my tits out if I was living forever and I was a vampire. Be sucking everybody off. Oh, everybody's blood. Not in that way. <laughs> but I would not be caught dead in a little fucking town in Connecticut. I, I would be beep bopping around in fucking Dubai. Running around with my ass out fucking in Greece. Like, I would be going ape shit wild. You could do whatever you wanted. You could, like, fucking compel people to do random shit and you can just move really fast like I just I don't understand it and then it's like they keep crying about the fact like they can't have kids and I'm just like sitting here like what the fuck am I actually watching this is trash but I still watch it I have one season left I just I can't stop watching it so I'm trash for that also I Wanted to talk to you guys about 75 Hard. This girl, Mia, I've been following her for a little while now. Probably around the time that I started this podcast, she was one of the first people to follow me on Instagram. And we've talked here and there. But I just find it so fascinating when people start, like, fitness routines or plans or a certain diet. And I love following people's journeys and, like, what they're doing and they – they do like daily updates and that's what she's been doing and I'm really fucking excited because I want to do 75 hard now. I tried doing it uh a little while ago and it I lasted like three or five days like something crazy like I just couldn't do it. I think I fucked up on like the water intake because you're supposed to drink a gallon of water a day and I I think I fucked up on like day five and then I was like, oh, I have to re, you have to redo it again. And I I just like never did it again because I was like, I'm not doing this. Like this is stupid. So I just never tried, tried it again. And then after watching her on Instagram, I'm like, fuck dude, like I really want to do it. So this week I have vacation from work Monday to Friday. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try to clean up my diet a little bit. And then on the 7th, which is in a week, I'm gonna try 75 hard. And I know that sounds insane, but I need like a severe kickstart in the asshole. Like I am so sick of being on a loop saying like, I need to lose weight. And I just like, lose 10 pounds, plateau, and then gain five. Like, what the fuck? Because I I just get sad easily. And I'm like, damn, why can't I just like get my shit together? So 
I'm doing it. I don't give a fuck. I downloaded the app so I can keep track of every day and log everything and make sure that I don't fuck it up. I also went on Amazon and bought um, a water jug that's a gallon. I don't care if I look insane. I'm going to fucking drag it around with me and make sure that I'm drinking a fucking gallon of water a day because it will be good for me. It's good for your skin. It's good for your hair. It's good for your fucking body. Your body is predominantly made of fucking water. I need to drink more water. I am a dehydrated bitch. I'm not a thirsty bitch. I'm just fucking dehydrated. So, yeah, the rules are you have to do two workouts a day and one of them has to be outside rain or shine. So if it's like downpouring, like I used to do that all the time with Jenna during COVID. Like me and my sister used to go and just go on runs and like half the time, like it would not be good weather out and I would still fucking do it. So I need to get back into that mindset of just like really mentally catapulting myself in that direction where it's like I feel like this is a lot, but not like in an not in an unhealthy way. Like I love pushing myself past a point where I'm like, okay, this is kind of a lot. And then you get over that hurdle and it's like you get a second wind and it's almost like you're on a high. It's like a runner's high basically. But it just feels so electric. Like I love that feeling of kicking shit up to another level. And I've always been gravitated towards things that do that. But then I get into a slump like this where I'm fucking depressed and nothing seems to fucking be working. So I think I really need like a mental challenge. And that's what this is. Like I know it's it's very physical, but it doesn't have to be like intense workouts and it's only two 45 minute workouts which is like not really crazy if you think about it like you could do 45 minutes of like fucking walking if you wanted to and then like 45 minutes of lifting or you can separate it however you want to do it you just have to do one of them outside so I think my whole thing with this is I'm gonna see how far I can go I want to finish the 75 days I want to document it Um, but if you guys want to see all that, I'll probably put it on my YouTube channel and then keep you guys updated on Instagram. I don't think I'm going to be updating you guys on the podcast, to be honest, because I feel like that would just be really boring for you guys. But if you want to do the 75 hard challenge with me, I will be starting August 7th. If you want to keep us, like, keep each other accountable, maybe we can start, like, group chat or something, but that'd be really cool. You guys can, like, DM me on Instagram if you want to let me know if you want to be part of the group because I just, it would be really nice to do the challenge with someone else and I don't know anybody else who would be willing to do it right now, to be honest. So yeah, I need to find another book to read. Oh, and also there is a 75 hard book that helps you with the mental part of it and keeping yourself accountable. I also bought that book. So I think um, Mia gave me pointers. She said to buy the book, um, download the app, which was like $5, but whatever. The book was about 20, I want to say. And then the water jug I got was like 25 and it has like the times on it too. So I can try to like keep up my water intake at a certain point of the day. But I know I just, I need something that really centered in structure. Like, I need something that's very structured and very 
telling me what it is I need to be doing. So I'm going to be following a a diet as well. I just don't know exactly what that diet's going to be. I'm going to be researching a little bit because I want to make sure it's a diet that I can stick with. I think that's about it. I just, I need to like, I, I just really, the tone of this is like, I need to get my shit together. Maybe you need to get your shit together too, but I really need to get my shit together. So if you get your shit together, I'll get my shit together. But if I get my shit together and you don't, that might be embarrassing. So you should get on my level. I'm literally totally kidding. I am a fucking dumpster fire. All right, guys. I love you. Have a great rest of your day. If you're about to go to bed, I have you. hope you have a good night. But yeah, I'm logging off the, the fuck off of this. Until next time. Yeah.